You know, it wasn't all that long ago that companies could legally fire female employees when they got married or became pregnant. We're talking as recently as the 1960s. But hey, that's all history, right? Well, some of the women who lost their jobs back then are taking a financial hit now. Thousands of these women were later rehired by their old employers, and as they reach retirement, they say they're not getting the pension they deserve. Reporter Todd Melby explains. Noreen Mackey doesn't believe in wasting time. At age 17, on the Monday after receiving a high school diploma, she landed a job at the local utility company. Her first position at Minnesota Power was as an accounting clerk. The year was 1960. During those days, well, it was mostly, well, it was high heels and skirts, nylons. You didn't wear slacks to work. The times, times were a little different. Like I say, you called everybody Mr. or Miss. But you didn't call anyone Mrs. because married women got the axe in those days. That's why Mackie kept mum about her 1963 marriage. At that time, we eloped. We were going to keep our marriage a secret. And when I came back from my vacation, the policy had been changed. Mackie wasn't so lucky when, three years later, she decided to have a baby. I had to go in and tell my boss that I was pregnant. Uh, and he asked me to stay until I would start wearing maternity clothes, until it started showing. And then they had a party on me, and I was terminated. And when I left across the termination papers, I wrote, signed in duress. After giving birth, Mackie tried to get her old job back, but the company rejected her application. Minnesota Power also rebuffed all of Mackie's other applications, and there were many in the 1960s and 70s. Finally, in 1981, the company changed its mind. I was rehired in 1981 in an entry-level part-time position. She worked at Minnesota Power, which now goes by the name Elite, for the next 21 years. But when she retired two years ago, the company ignored her first six years with the firm. The result was a pension check that's only half as big. So Mackie and three co-workers challenged Elite. They lost their first court attempt, in part because laws can't be applied retroactively. And legislation explicitly protecting pregnant women from discrimination didn't exist when the women were fired. But the U.S. Court of Appeals in St. Louis saw the case differently. Since Elite altered its pension system in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, those new plans should have treated the women as the Civil Rights Act of 1964 demands, equally. Attorney Larry Schaefer, who specializes in employment law, says the decision has far-reaching implications. Employers are not insulated just because the initial act may have been legal and um, may have occurred 30, 40, 50 years ago. If the effect of that can be felt today, and if you have an opportunity to correct that and you're not doing it, you can't rely on the fact that 30, 40, 50 years ago it was legal. You have to look at it today and say, is this fair to the women today? Not so fast, says corporate lawyer Doug Heffernan. Giving special treatment to people like Noreen Mackey could create new inequalities. And there were lots of other employees who had terminations of employment and came back, and their service was disregarded too. So how do you fix it for the one group and not the other? Of course, firms could choose to ignore all breaks in service, thereby making everyone happy. But that's expensive. And Heffernan says, in some cases, undoable. Companies sometimes threw away old employee records, making verification of early years with a firm untraceable. In Minneapolis, I'm Todd Milby for Marketplace.